O you of little faith, do you not know that your Father holds the world? The Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, O Lord, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his hosts. Praise him, sun, moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, you highest heavens and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded and they were created. And he established them forever and ever. He gave a decree and it shall not pass away. Dear anxious heart, in times of anxiety and discouragement, looking to the wildflowers is an antidote, a radical aspect to the kingdom of God. My fiance Grace once told me that. One thing I love about Grace is the way she looks at the world around her with wonder. I've had the honor of going on many hikes with her and watching her meander the forest is so lovely because she stops to see, smell, touch, It's evident that for her, the outdoors is a place of solitude, a place from which she can derive life. It turns out that this was part of God's design for the world. He longs for us to consider what he has made. And he designed that as we consider, we'll be changed by what we smell, taste, touch, see. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Solomon, the wealthiest king in Israel's history, could not match the beauty of the flowers of the field with all that he had. And the flowers, they don't do anything to win their own beauty. God preserves them in order to be so. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Take time, friends. Take time to look at the world differently. To repeat what we just sang, this is my Father's world, the birds their carols raise, the morning light, the lily white, declare their maker's praise. Take time to see the beauty. Resolve to look and consider. Because the birds and the flowers sing and preach to us and smile at us so lovingly just to have us believe. Jesus is promising here in these verses that considering flowers will make us less anxious. But why is this true? It's true because of whose world we live in. Our Father, the maker of this world, cares about what he has made. He loves you. And therefore, he stimulates the changing of your heart through what he has made. So look, consider. One thing I sometimes do to help when I'm anxious is look at the stars. I love the stars. (laughs) And I live on Signal Mountain, and sometimes on my drive home, the stars really pop. And so what I'll do is I'll drive up the road, I'll wind up around a corner, and then I'll stop my car in the middle of the road. I'll roll down my window, and I'll turn off my headlights, 
and I'll look up. I don't know if I can fully recommend it, but it's always one of the best moments of my day. And gazing up at them, I feel less anxious, like Jesus talks about. I find that I stop, and the world gets a little bigger, and then I feel less worried. But why is that? Shouldn't it be that when the world gets bigger and slower, I get more stressed out? Wouldn't that make sense? But no, it's actually when I feel smaller and more powerless that I worry less. I think Jesus is getting at this in having us look at the flowers. In one sense, Jesus is noting that our toiling and spinning is just as useless as a flower's. In fact, a flower can't toil or spin to create its own beauty, and neither can I. Yet, Jesus says at the same time that I am much more valuable than the flowers, and he wants me to know that I have a Father who loves me. Jesus wants to shift my focus. I usually find that as I look up, I consider something different than what I had been considering before. Guys, I so often worry about my time and whether or not I'll have enough of it, whether or not I'm doing enough. I worry about whether what I've done in a day leaves people liking me or not. I worry about the security of my friendships. So what do I do? I try and work harder. I make up for my mistakes and balance out my weaknesses. I try to hold a tight grip to my friendships so that they won't leave me. So much of how I act is based on the belief that I'm not loved by God. But how different would my life look if I really believed that he did? I think that Jesus' commands to look at flowers and birds here is actually getting the ball rolling for us to begin considering that our Father actually loves us. To get us then to look at the Father, Jesus needs to rip us away from what we've already been looking at that's distracting us and causing us to doubt the love of God. So he starts with our eyes. For he knows that what we look at changes our hearts. Therefore, the flowers and birds are the metaphors intended to concentrate our minds and hearts on the idea that there is a generous creator of the world and this, that this creator is our Father who loves us. Don't worry then, dear heart, for your Father holds the world. Jesus wants us to look so that we recognize that we have a Heavenly Father who loves us and so that we depend on him as children. This powerful image of relating to God as a child is so helpful to our faith. This is precisely why it's a dominant metaphor that God uses to describe our relationship with himself. So take a minute with me. Think about any children you know, siblings, friends, church members. This year, part of me being on staff here at the house is living with a host family. They're taking me in for the school year and feeding me in order to allow financially for the house to have me here on staff. And they have been so generous and wonderful. And part of the deal is that I get four new host siblings that are all younger, and they are wonderful. <laughs> Being with them, it's clear that their parents love them. And while I was considering this passage, I was actually looking up 
had a picture, a family picture of all the kids, and I was thinking about each one of them. And I thought, how silly for these kids to ever worry about food, clothing, or shelter, because I know their parents, and that they would give them everything that they need. But imagine with me, if I were to come home one night, be with the kids during their bedtime routine, look over my shoulder, and notice a large stash of food from the pantry stuffed underneath their pillows. I would be shocked. And I would wonder why they feel like they have to hide away food to keep from going hungry. Friends, I know that anxiety like this is very real. But I'm here to tell you that God loves you. Just as these kids have no reason to doubt that they will be fed because their parents love them, there's no reason for you to doubt that you'll have enough because this is your father's world and he loves you. Kirsten Hyde is a wonderful person here on staff at the house. If you haven't met her, you should. Um, but she has a delightful daughter named London and I get to see them a lot because uh, I work with Kirsten. Um, London lives with such joy and freedom. She's so joyful and so free because her, she knows her mommy loves her. She's able to live day to day, literally not even knowing when her next meal will be. And only in the brief moments when she gets hungry does she get upset and cry, but otherwise she scoots and smiles. Imagine if you lived in peace. Imagine if you didn't have to work so hard to impress someone or worry so much about what you will do with your life or think so much about organizing your time just right. Friends, this is our toiling and spinning. At the heart of this oftentimes is that we feel like we aren't cared for. And so we need to care for ourselves. But what if we lived like someone was watching out for us and could care for our every need? Friends, peace is not a matter of control. London has so little control over her own circumstances, yet she is able to live in peace because she knows her mommy loves her. Friends, it is possible to live in peace because you have a father who loves you, he adores you. On the other side of this, not believing that you're cared for leads to ugly behaviors, like worrying and hoarding of your time and resources. But listen to this, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not more of value than they? This is meant to be a rhetorical question. Jesus' audience would have known and accepted that people are more valuable than animals. Hear this, friends. You are. You are more important than birds. In fact, you are more than important than anything else in all creation. One of the reasons why you're so anxious may be because you don't believe that. Jesus' promises in this passage may be very hard to believe, and I'm saying a reason for this is because we don't believe that God actually loves us. So we spend our days spinning and toiling for how to become secure 
But this is just another way of talking about our anxiety and hoarding. We don't believe God will care for us. And so we try everything to care for ourselves. This is an ugly picture. Jesus told a story once of a man who had so much stuff that he had to tear down his smaller barns and build bigger ones in order to fit all of it for himself. He wanted to keep it all so later he could tell himself to relax and enjoy his days and what he had. And God challenges this man by calling him a fool and demanding his life on that very night and all that he had was left to nothing. When we don't remember that our Father loves us, we act just like this man. Instead of building up for yourself, don't worry, dear child, because your heavenly Father holds the world and he cares for you. But hold on just a minute. There's one caveat to not worrying. God asks you to turn from anxious thoughts and to put your mind on something else. He asks you to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. He asks you instead of hoarding and being anxious, rooted in your disbelief, to be generous, rooted in your knowledge that God loves you. God has always been a generous caretaker. In the Old Testament, he gave laws to his people, practices for loving their neighbors. Among these were some specific laws related to the time of collecting a harvest where they would leave food for the poor and travelers so that they too could gather and have food to eat. The ways that God provides for others is very often through his people. God's people were to believe that they had enough already and so were to allow for the poor and travelers to come and collect food freely. In the same way, we are to believe that we have enough as given to us from the Father and respond by giving to others. In other words, God's end game isn't just that I feel at peace. It's that I behave differently, that I attend to the needs of others. Jesus does not tell us not to worry about what others will eat, drink, or wear. Yes, Recognize that the Father so loves you, but then look around you and notice how many others lack the knowledge that they have a Father who loves them. Show them that they do. Give and do not hold back. Point them also to the flowers. Friends, The nature of our looking as Jesus commands us is intended to change us, to lead us into generosity. We love our neighbors because the Father loves us as he demonstrates through the flowers of the field that he has made. Jesus' listeners are primarily concerned about whether or not the kingdom is available to them based on what they have. But here Jesus makes it clear that the kingdom is available to all people because of the generosity of its ruler, our Father. So now, resolve to live as a faithful member of his kingdom. Take a look back at the whole Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter 5 through chapter 7, and remember what Jesus says about his kingdom 
It's one where his people are salt and light, where his people reconcile with one another, where they honor their, with their eyes and minds, where dignity of others and the love of faithfulness are held hand in hand, where people keep their word, where people love their enemies. Today, Jesus tells us that his kingdom is the world of a generous father, that by looking at created things like flowers, birds, and stars, we actually feel less anxious because they remind us that the Father cares about us. But Jesus doesn't stop at don't worry. This is not a don't worry, be happy speech. His intention is that we look, that we have peace by remembering that God loves us, And that we then live out of that peace towards generosity. Don't be content to only have peace for yourself. Live out of that peace and give of what you have to your neighbors. So where does this start? Well, where does Jesus start? He tells us to look. Repentance then looks like changing what we look at. And faith looks like looking at what God has made for us to look at. We don't have to search for something else to consider. God has already given us the flowers and the birds. So friends, have you considered? Have you watched? Have you looked? Part of what's creating Anxiety in your life is coming from what you're looking at now. So look at something different. Start with the birds and the flowers. Next time you walk campus, instead of looking at your phone or anything else, spend the walk looking up. Look at the trees and notice how many birds live in them. Hear them sing. Notice the flowers that the ground screw workers have planted, their colors, their life. Gaze upon their beauty and rest for just a moment. This is not just an encouragement, friends. It's a command from Jesus. Considering the flowers will actually change your heart. This is part of God's caring for you. If you're struggling to believe that God loves you, look. Look at Jesus. Read of his life In the Bible, in the books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, read of how he cared for others, of how he gave his life for you, how he willingly died on the cross for you, and how he now offers new life to the whole world. Look at him and know the love of the Father and keep looking. Remember whose world you live in. Remember that God offers you peace and then live out of that peace by giving of what you have to those in need. Fear not, little children, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Amen.